Sam Valentine here, and I'm bringing you a special bonus episode this week, something we've never quite done like this before. Here's the deal. We are going to talk all about reels today in this bonus episode. And this is not just out of nowhere. This is because we have on the podcast for the first time our first ever sponsor. That's right. Here's the honest truth of it. I've been approached by a couple of companies in the past year asking if they could sponsor the podcast. And I have told all of them no, uh, mostly because I don't want to pander stuff to my audience that's things I don't think that they need or have the budget for. It's just not the goal of it. So it took me a long time to decide how I wanted to broach this topic. And so here's the deal. The first two sponsors of the podcast are going to come on this week and then in a couple weeks. And they are vetted companies that I think you all actors and creatives out there need to know about. You can learn something from them simply from their bonus episodes. But also, I think their work is something that you could benefit from. And I want to give you a little discount. So I am super excited to bring you the first sponsor of the podcast. And that is Red Mouse Pictures. These ladies today are going to talk to us all about reels they are made up of Maddie McGuire and Corinne Evans. These women are two creatives in their own right, and they have gotten together and formed an amazing production company that specializes in reels and not just the run of the mill reel that we're all used to seeing of typical scenes and over the shoulder shots of random actors. You guys know the kind I'm talking about. These women specifically meet with all of their clients, figure out exactly what that client is looking for to add to their reel, what they're trying to get out of scenes, and then they write the work specifically for that actor. It is incredible the stuff they've done, and I'm so, so proud. I'm actually refilming my reel with them soon, and Corinne actually just edited my old reel. So... They're a badass company that I truly support, supporting women, supporting fellow actors, and just good all-around work that they're doing is very, very worthy of your attention. So before I give away all of their Hollywood secrets, without further ado, please enjoy the first ever sponsor of the One Broke Actress podcast, Red Mouse Pictures. <laughs> so... I am here with Corinne and Maddie from Red Mouse Pictures. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> so we're going to just kind of chat about what you guys do, who you are. Um, so if you both want to share a little bit about um, who you are and what you're doing in L.A. before we get started on the, the Red Mouse side. Yeah, so Maddie speaking. Um, I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I came out to Los Angeles when I was 17 years old. I graduated college – or um, I graduated high school early – Came out here um, to act initially, and then, um, so I guess almost a decade later, almost. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I, through acting and um, being out in LA, I started writing. I um, do voiceovers. Um, Corinne and I, yeah, started producing together, which I'm sure we can talk about together too. But yeah, currently, um, I am a mainly, I guess, a voiceover artist is awesome. <laughs> how I make that cash. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, I guess the, yeah, mainly producing and writing, and then yeah, still acting as well. Awesome. And I'm Corinne, and I 
unlike Maddie, I didn't graduate high school early. I just kind of stopped going. And <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. And I, I moved to LA when I was 19. I just stopped going when I was like in my senior year because I knew I wanted to come here. So I worked like three jobs, which was illegal. I don't know how I was doing that at under 18. And then I saved money and then I moved here also initially to act. Um, I always wanted to direct. That was my, my thing. Um, at, when I was a kid and growing up, I always knew I wanted to direct. So I came here to direct by way of acting was like my, my strategy when I uh, first moved here, I was like, Oh, I'll act and then I'll meet people and like, whatever. Um, uh, so yeah, I now direct and write and produce with Maddie and, um, do a myriad of things. I act still, um, and then, yeah, we have our company together doing the real stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. So how did that come about? How did you guys meet each other and how did this process start? Cause I think this is what makes this so unique. Yeah, totally. I couldn't, I technically met, I guess like almost six years ago now, mm -hmm. um, through mutual friends. And then we started like going to coffee and it was kind of cool because we'd go to coffee and like bring our computers and. I almost felt like it was a weird accountability meetings, but just more fun. Cause like yeah. you'd be kind of doing your thing and I'd be doing my thing. We'd be bouncing ideas off of each other just as actors, mm -hmm. um, which was really cool. Yeah. And, um, then we originally started writing together is how it all kind of came about. I pitched an idea to Kren and we started outlining and writing together and it was yeah. a seamless process. We had a fantastic time. Oh yeah. That was super it was fun. Really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. And then Kryn was producing a pilot and I was producing a feature. And while we were writing our own pilot together, we kind of were helping each other with these other projects we had, which I guess is kind of how we fell into working together. Yep. We didn't even realize it. No, we didn't. Cause after Relic was the the pilot that I did, and Maddie's film was called Relativity. After those two films, we came back, and I can't remember why we decided to pick up the camera. I actually you, you don't had it, and yeah, it was kind of cool because like I had a myriad of equipment, and Corinne had exactly what I didn't have. So Corinne had this great editing suite, and she had this great sound equipment and some lights, and I had a different set of lights and the camera and. So we had everything the other one didn't. And yeah, it was, I don't know what we were even thinking. I, I don't know. I think you. that we were like, oh, let's just make, let's see if we can make something for fun. Like, I think we were like, oh, let's see if we can use the camera because we have it like, mm -hmm. and see if we can figure out how to light stuff and like make a thing just yeah. to see just for fun. And so when so on, on your previous projects, you guys had like a crew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Very small crews. And so it was like. We were probably hands-on, but learning. Yeah. And cause like, studying up light still, and you, obviously you were directing. With Relic, so. yeah. I was directing, and then my DP that I worked with, Justin, uh, is a music video director. And so it was both our first time doing, like, a narrative like that. It's still one of my favorite projects that I've done. Like, That's the great. look of it. Like, I love it. Uh, and we, we just had to figure everything out while we were doing in relativity it was small too right and you Very maddie small. was acting though i was acting on relativity and producing. and producing yeah i think we had a crew of like three people including the director that's crazy. and sound that's and crazy one like dp grip gaff everyone kind of was all hands on deck but mm -hmm. i remember we Kryn and i would like put it in our we had like a shared calendar from already making time for writing and we would start adding in like working with the lights working with the camera 
So we slowly started doing that, and I think we started doing music videos first. Oh yeah, because we did that live acoustic, music video, two acoustic music. Yeah, videos we, we were did. we were doing this weird thing where like <laughs> artists were coming, and we would have a an audio person that would do live audio, and then we would record video, and we would make like a live music video. We made two of those, yeah, and cool. we just try to use the camera, we and try to use lights that we could, and yeah. do the best that we could. And then through that, because we were writing so much... Oh, and we did the documentary. We did a short documentary. Which I love. I love that documentary. Love it's really beautiful. I cry when I, when I watch yeah. it. <laughs> we made a short documentary called LA Artists, and we interviewed four different people and, who are artists around Los Angeles. So one painter, one musician, one pianist, and one actor, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, well, Katie, I guess technically three musicians, but Katie... Acts, acts and does music and different stuff. And Noah's a producer, a music producer. And then yeah. Tom is like a famous pianist. pianist. He plays for... Painter. Yeah, and then Derek paints. So yeah, we, we did that documentary. And then people started coming to us about reels. One of my good friends, Drew, was like, I he wanted to talk about voiceover. And then while we were talking about voiceover, he's like, yeah, I saw... The, re- uh, the music videos that you and Karen have done, like, so what are you guys doing with the camera? And I know you guys write. And so he kind of just asked us. And so I was like, I talked to Karen, and she's like, yeah, let's do it. So we met with him. And Karen and I definitely, I think, from acting and I think from casting, we've at this point also, we were doing our own projects. So we were putting together a web series. We hadn't done our short film yet. We've done a myriad of projects mm-hmm. after doing a lot of these reels and stuff too um, that are narratives. But we met with Drew and he kind of came with his ideas for his marketing. We came with ours and we did it all for free. We shot over one day. We shot three scenes in one day. We cast it. We found all the locations. Mm, yeah. Kryn edited it and turned it around to him. Um, and from there, I think we probably did two or three people's reels for free. Yeah. Kind of until we got the hang of it. Yeah. Because yeah, we just, out. We, we just had people coming in friends just saying, yeah. hey, can you, you, we saw that. That was cool. Like, can you do something for us? And we were like, oh, yeah, like, sure. And then people just kept coming. So we essentially worked, we probably filmed for like eight months for free and just spent, I remember we were working all oh, the yeah. time. It was so much we fun. We had our little hats. We would get our, <laughs> we were wearing hats all the time, a little baseball hats, how did wheeling you guys, our pelican around. How did you guys balance this out with your day-to-day life and your acting and your directing? And like, how did you make this all work? I don't know. I still, <laughs> I still wonder how I do that. Uh, I look back because it's so funny because I think we're a different type of busy now. And I think back then it's, it's weird because I'm so impressed by us back then because I, I know we're doing a lot now, but I feel like I look back at what we were doing every day for that whole entire like part of the year. Mm-hmm. And I don't, there was some sort of adrenaline that we had. And it was and, definitely hard to balance. And Kryn and I, I mean, obviously like – the acting or the directing or our own narrative projects, we kind of always knew that that was ultimately what we want to do. So we definitely try to prioritize like when we were doing our web series, like our clients are incredibly important, but so are is our own, our own passion projects too. And so we really try mm-hmm. to make sure scheduling wise that nothing overlaps where we're ever having to disappoint a client or not be flexible for them. The only time it is hard is with auditions or with voiceover stuff it's challenging. We typically try to do as much as we can on the weekends oh, and yeah. also the evenings because yeah. we know it won't conflict as much. We just try to schedule our clients around times where, you know, Maddie might have voiceover stuff. So, like, you know, we don't schedule anyone during the morning unless it's on the weekend. Yeah. And then I perform on the weekends uh, 
nights a lot. So if we're doing weekends, it's like during the day. But I usually don't have shows until like super late anyway. So um, balance. We were talking about balancing. Balancing, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gotten easier it's too. Easier. I think. Also, I didn't have I didn't have a job when we were doing all that stuff. Yeah, I had quit my job. Corinne was, it was kind of, it was actually probably the only reason we were able to start it the way that we were is because Corinne was kind of, I was like nannying and starting voiceover all at the same mm-hmm. time while we were doing our narrative projects and starting the reels more seriously. And we were writing with a manager at the time too. We were doing like, we were a doing a lot of shit, but, um, <laughs> you know, I think sometimes like actually like the nannying thing for you, like having, knowing that you were going to go away mm-hmm. at a certain time of the day almost like pushed us to like do so much like when we were together yeah because we we're like okay well she disappears at five so let's we have to manage our time <clears throat> Interesting. and I think I think too because we were still at that point of like kind of throwing shit on the wall to see what would stick and just being like okay well let's just try everything let's just go for it and then be like that doesn't work that does work that doesn't work now I feel like because we know exactly what's required of us when a client comes to us for a reel or if we are doing our own narrative project, it actually is easier now. Yeah, because we know we're like, oh, well, that's going to take longer than like we know like, <laughs> yeah. OK, it's going to take like this is how much time it's going to take and we can honor that time. So you time block it out. Yeah, and absolutely. And still have time for ourselves that's time in our life because how are we going to write and make stories if we're not living our lives and having sex and you know eating out and stuff (laughs) yeah but well I mean you're feeding your creativity with your day-to-day life which makes you better at your job so let's talk specifically about what you guys do for actors yeah (gasps) our favorite it's so fun definitely I think what we um prioritize with our company besides our own narrative projects Mm -hmm. together is doing actors reels yeah because um, we, we love it we get to do well it's cool because like we get to do what we like so like yeah. Maddie and I get to write I get to direct um and shoot and we get to work creatively and it's narrative which is both of our favorite thing mm-hmm. to be doing you know so let's say I'm an actor yeah which this is gonna happen Accurate. guys so yeah keep, <laughs> keep an eye out um so let's say I come to you guys I'm like hey I need to do some work on my reel Take me through the process. Okay. So first we would ask you to send us your current headshots and reel and any information, like any package you have as an actor. We would look at that and and we would schedule a meeting with you. Mm -hmm. And before we met with you, Maddie and I would both look over your stuff uh, together or separately. And we would talk uh, probably quickly on the phone or whatever before we see you of like hey here's here's Sam we look at her look and here's you know some shows that we think she could be on or like a type of film she would be on uh or be in or anything basically that we think you could get cast in like yesterday it's almost like we do put our casting director hats on and are like yes from this package what could we see you on tomorrow? Like what TV show, what movie could we see you walk into an office for and book tomorrow? And that's why we typically always try to meet with people face to face because sometimes their vibe is so different Mm -hmm. from the package that they send us. So we'll always have those ideas. And then we always ask people to come with four to five ideas too, so that we can kind of have a good dialogue once we meet up. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, we'll meet with people and then we want to hear what you have to say first before we instantly start giving you yeah. our interpretation. And of, some, yeah. How oh, we I'm sorry. Podcast. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I feel like people talk 
And it's like exactly what we said. Sometimes it's totally different, but sometimes we have had times where I remember that, gosh, what's uh, with the dark hair that had the scene where the girl died with the, but choking to the poison scene. It was a really long time ago. No. Oh my gosh. Uh, She has. We've done a lot of real. God. She has dark hair and then her friend is blonde. Her friend was pregnant when we were shooting it. Shannon. Okay. I remember, I can't remember what Shannon said, but when she came to us, I remember one of the actresses she compared herself to or something was literally what you and I had said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh yeah, that's perfect. Like we knew she kind of had herself pegged and we had said the same thing and we were like, great. Like this is the kind of scene we're going to do. And I will say Kurt and I we disclaimer will always be honest because if someone does come to us and they are like super stressed out and they're like I, I want this and I want this and I want this and I want that and I want that my manager says this my agent says this or they might not have rep we will always be honest with what we think too from a marketing standpoint just because we'll do whatever you want us to do but if we're not going to do our job of giving you the best opportunity to create more opportunities for yourself by creating a nice package that could, you know, set you apart for what you could really book. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely our job to be like, Hey, Hey. just as, as someone who's also cast stuff, um, this is what we'd cast you in. Yeah. I mean, it would be doing someone a disservice to make them, unless they're like, Hey, I just want to do this. No questions asked. Yeah. But then in which case, (laughs) like, the process that you guys laid out for people who just want to do this from start to finish mm-hmm. too. So um, I think it's important to note that you guys have been casting so many projects because you cast the reels for the actors and you yeah. cast your own work. And that's why I wanted to start out with what you do because having seen the casting side of things is so important to know what a good reel looks like. Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. And I think that that's why well, the way we've curated this process for actors is to make it, so that was, I think we should keep talking about the process because yeah, we'll probably get into more. The, okay. the footage that we obviously give to actors. So once we meet with the people during that meeting, Corinne and I will land on how many scenes that they want to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there we will discuss specific ideas. So we're like, okay, great. You, Sam, we think you could be on this MTV show and it's like this type of comedy and whatever, we will come up with an idea there with you so that we're all kind of on the same page. Like we'll kind of just spitball stuff. Yeah. We'll just start like, you know, tossing ideas out to the actor and Maddie and I will kind of just like riff off each other and off of the actor. And generally we're able to come up with exactly what we're going to do. Like within that, you know, hour long meeting or 45 minute meeting that we have. So we like, pitch okay here's the stories here's like the type of show here's the look we think you know and they'll say yes or no and then we create kind of the scenario and and we try to especially if they're getting one more than one scene we kind of try to juxtapose like what we're doing uh you know give them two very different types like we recently had a girl come to us uh ray who um she did one scene that was like uh what would you describe the ring scene as like um, if you guys have ever seen the movie Like Crazy, it's like this very beautiful, understated, ethereal indie film. Um, very natural. She she had her hair in a ponytail, light makeup, um, like a total heart to heart. And the emotions um, were like under the surface and yeah. it was very like grounded drama. And then she wanted to do an action scene because she knows how to fight. So then we put together, she referenced Atomic Blonde. She had this wig that she wanted to wear. So we, we did this like 
saturated lighting. My boyfriend, who's a gaffer, actually helped us on that one, which was very nice of him. Um, like saturated colored lighting and um, totally different from the other one, which we lit like totally natural light. And so we try to create scenes that are different, that you can show you know, your range as an actor and different sides of cool. your acting ability. Um, yeah. And with the look as well on our end, you oh, know, we, totally. we try to really make different looks for the scenes. Cause yeah, once we land on those ideas, Kurt and I will have a deadline. We'll be like, great. So by Wednesday, you'll have all of your scenes delivered. Mm-hmm. Give us all your notes. Um, if you have any great, we'll fix those up. And once we have a set, the set scenes that we're going to do, we will start pitching them actors to work opposite side them. So we'll usually send reels, headshots, make sure that they land on someone that they're happy with. We'll go ahead and find the locations. We've already usually discussed the dates. Like we try in the meeting to get some idea of dates just so people, I think I have something to look forward to and everyone, I do think it happens then. Mm -hmm. If people are like, great, if we're talking the third week of September, if I want to work out, if I want to, you know, do anything. Well, like I, coach for your scene too. Coach or for like your that. scene. Absolutely. What's the, what's the timeline like that? So you guys get an email, like a couple days later, you do a meeting with them. Mm-hmm. It, a couple, like within three to five days, you send them their scenes usually. Yep. Yeah. And then totally varies. book it. We've literally done this. We had this one client coming to us last December, Izzy, and he's like, I need it now. And we were like, what it is now? And he's like, from the meeting, like meeting him for the first time it was face a week, to face, right? we did everything in a week, like delivered to him in a week. Mind you, if it's super, super busy, like December is obviously not as busy with our own other projects and work. So it's mm-hmm. easier to accommodate that. And we, even normal weeks, like we definitely can do that as long as we don't have multiple clients. But mm-hmm. so we've been able to do that. And it's only two scenes, you know, we can I know how to lock it in and make it happen. And then other clients, we just had the client we did yesterday he wanted to get in better shape. So it was like a month and a half later that we filmed okay. it. Yeah, because he wanted to work out because he knew he was going to have his shirt off for the scene. That scene's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. In, the, in the scene, he's posing for his girlfriend who is painting, doing a painting oh, of him. Oh, those are the ones you just yeah. showed me. Yeah, the ones we oh, just showed Oh, those are great. Yeah. yeah. So we met so he worked he out. He came yeah. to us initially like uh, probably July. Okay, yeah. cool. And yeah. we just shot him yesterday. And it's like, yeah. uh, it's be end of September. Yeah. Cool. So it's whatever actors want. We can accommodate anything. Um, and then we try to, like, if people have multiple scenes, it's up to them. Like, we can, realistically, it's we can shoot two to three scenes in a day. But, you know, we're doing a guy who has four scenes, and we're going to do two, and then the next week do two more. Great. To make it not so stressful. I know it's a lot of yeah. people to prepare. And we'll give you, like, once everything's locked in, you have actors, we'll also give you, like, wardrobe notes and boards. And um, Karen and I, if it's, like, a crazy prop, we handle it ourselves. Yeah. Like, we have this painting. The My painting. brother <laughs> painted a painting for the scene. And... We make sure no actors feel too stressed out of handling anything themselves. And we also make sure that the other actor that we cast is thrown a little bit of cash and the location's thrown a little bit of cash just to make sure everyone feels handled. handled. Yeah, because we pay people for their time and their Yeah, efforts. absolutely. Yep. So, and that's not an additional cost to the actor. We kind no. of just, you know. Um, it's part of the deal. It's part of the deal. We just. That's awesome. It's all included. And like if we end up writing an expensive like a more expensive scene for us than it's on us you know like so and then after that it goes to post and Kryn handles all of that and she'll go in and edit and sound design and the fact that their reels have sound design guys is something I really want you to put an asterisk next to because so many reels have bad sound well Maddie does the sound recording on the day 
which is important. Huge. Um, so Maddie has taught me well. <laughs> taught me well, guys. Well, you well guys are just she really does great. Each you know? Other, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, that is the cool thing. That is like actually. So from start to finish, um, our team every now and then we'll have an extra person. Like Crin's boyfriend's helped us gaff before. We've used another DP. If we've had ten scenes we're doing in a week, and um, we need to manage it. But we, on the day. From start to finish, the meeting through the writing process, through the casting process and locations to actually showing up on the day. Crin will usually be the cinematographer and I'll do sound. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then Crin edits. Yep. What's your turnaround time typically? Depends on what they want. So if they want it like super fast, then I do it super fast. And if unless I have another uh, job that I'm doing or something. Um, but if they don't need it right away then we just set a deadline and I give it to them when whenever we set Great. the deadline basically yeah. so because we have some clients where they'll do it right before they travel that's what just happened where she's like I'm going to be out of the country for a month so as long as it's done by the time I'm back in LA Got so we it. just set that deadline yeah and that worked out perfect because I was editing something else like a web series um that we did uh in a while ago like six months ago or something so I Worked out. Worked, it worked out perfect. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's so cool, you guys. Okay, so what do you, is there anything missing pieces that we want people to know about your services? I mean, the fact that it's it's a two-woman company is, is that right? Two, wom- two women, two women, whatever. I don't know. Uh, two women? You could say company? Instead of like two one women? man show, it's like a two woman show. Yeah. yeah company. That's like that's, that's that huge. Fun. And the fact that you're both feeding your own creativity with this work is so cool. One thing I'll add really quickly before we move on there is that what you're also going to get, so the finished product that you get will be a standalone scene. Usually it's between a minute to a minute and a half. Mm -hmm. That, because I know some managers, managers want such different things now. Some people only want that one clip. Some people want you to splice it all together and have this comedic reel and this dramatic reel. Mm -hmm. So we make it so that the actor can do whatever they want with the footage, but no matter what the scene looks like, it was grabbed right out of that indie film, right out of that TV show. Awesome. So that way you can do whatever, whatever your manager wants, you will have that standalone scene or you can take the best moments of that scene, but you have a start. And um, what is it? Like the whole scene has its own arc. Yep. You have its own story and its scene. So it's a self-contained, yep. self-contained and they, character and scene that you can do literally whatever you yep, need. With they can it. cut it down or whatever. You know what? I've actually never had anybody take all the footage. They can. If actors want all the footage, the raw footage... They can have it uh, and take it. Uh, I, I love to talk details. So if you guys could give like a like a kind of a range of what your prices look like, because I hate being like, hey, everyone, go check out this product. And it's like quadrillion dollars. Right. Um, so what is your guys' price a, range? It's a quadrillion dollars. Okay, great. <laughs> great, great, great. Sorry. For- um, okay, so we, I, we've done some research on other companies. I think there are companies that are around the same price as us, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that are less. Yeah, um, but I think and there's we, a lot that are really bad, and you'll get scenes just over the shoulder of one person. <laughs> yep, there's yeah, a I lot. Can of, think of the name of the company right now, but I'm not going to shade. You don't right. have to say. That. Yeah, no, we don't have like, to trash anybody, but uh, we do offer something that nobody else offers that we've found, which is that we completely do the process that we just explained, and it's very hands-on, and we are coming at it from a creative standpoint, and we are in heavily invested in what's going on. And the reason our prices are what they are is because we want to make sure we allocate the time to the client that we can. What you're going to get with these prices is you will get that first one-on-one meeting with Kren and I to go over any marketing that you want to discuss. 
you will get all of your scenes written and you'll get one round of notes and rewrites for free. Um, we will cast the scenes for you upon your approval of the actor. We will find the location. We will send you a wardrobe board. We will discuss any props or if you have any notes about the dialogue or the action in the scene, we are more than happy to give you creative license or to discuss it further with you. We show up on the day with all of our own equipment. Um, that's important to note. Can I bring, you don't have to pay any extra equipment fees or any rental fees. Um, we gaff it, Kryn shoots it, I do sound. Kryn does a full edit of the scene for you with sound mixing and color and sound design. And sometimes music. Also. And sometimes music. And then um, you get, um, and then Kryn will take your notes on the edit, and then you get a full scene delivered to you in your inbox. Yeah, so we approach this, <laughs> we approach it like filmmakers. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to make the actor feel like they're coming to act. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do approach this like it's a like it's a film yeah. because that's what you're going to do in your career when you book. There's going to be people that care about what's going on on screen. So why should your reel not be like that? Yeah. Um, okay. So one scene is eight fifty, two scenes uh six sixteen twenty five, and so that's seventy five dollars off from the first scene. Three is. 2400 that's $100 off and 4 is 3 grand. And so here's also what people can do with these scenes. They can split them. Yeah. If you have an actor friend, we don't we used to charge an additional fee for this, but we don't now. Mm-mm. You can bring your friend. Like let's say you want to do one scene and you're going to split it between two people. Okay? That's fine. Bring yeah. them to the meeting. If you have an idea, we'll think about what you could be in together and we'll do it towards that. The only downside of splitting scenes with other actors is now you have to like also accommodate their needs, their needs and their vision and like their marketing. Mm-hmm. So it's not just your own marketing, but if it's a financial thing and you, you do have a friend that you know is going to be in a similar type as you great, bring them even for more than one scene. Like if you have, like, let's say you were getting your scene, your reel and you wanted to get three and you had three different actors that you brought, that's fine. They can split the cost. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to do it. And also for payments, people understand how it works. What we do is once your scenes are delivered, you give us a very small down payment of $100 per scene. Mm -hmm. And then from there on, once the filming is done, so like let's say we're filming over two days, on that second day you'll pay us half. And then once your scenes are fully delivered with final cuts and edits, no more notes, you'll pay us the second half. Great. Great. So So it's it's not all, it doesn't have to be all at once. It's like a measurable Mm -hmm. thing. You guys, this is really cool. I Thanks, love what girl. you're doing, and I'm so excited. Um, what, uh, just to end on like a little advice kind of portion, what have you guys learned in this process that you wish actors knew? You don't have to worry so much mm-hmm. about the way that you look or the way the details, like the details, emotional details, the internal details of acting are important. Obviously you have to think about that on your own. Um, but you don't need to worry so much about what you look like or actual actions because that's our job behind the camera. And especially like, I know a lot of, well, men actors deal with this too, women and men. I was going to say a lot of women, but both will worry about body shape, body, you know, whatever. Guess what? You light somebody a certain way, they're going to look incredible yeah and all the actors you see on tv whatever they're being lit like perfectly all the time and I 
Matt, both Maddie and I have been on set with other people. And I think we can both attest to like working actors. They don't all look like perfect and like no. chiseled. Oh my Not gosh, at all. Actually there. Like, <laughs> lighting and professionals and-, and makeup, like an entire makeup team, a wardrobe team. Like you don't, don't worry so much about what you look like. That's my advice. Totally. And I think too, like to me, the reason why Karen and I love doing the reels is because I think we spend so much time as actors, like as we're really trying to, get more opportunities and build up our resume, like trying to get to set, trying to get to set. Like we're in these classes and we're, you know, we have career coaches and we're doing our headshots and we're working our asses off to constantly show up for ourselves. And I think the best part about this is like, you know, and some of us don't get to see, just go on a set a lot, you know, like we're lucky if we get to work a couple of times a year or a month or whatever. And that's, I think, the best part is that we try to create this environment where when someone is showing up, they're getting to have that experience of just being excited to come and act. And and most people do. Most people, by the time they get to set, all their worries are gone and they're just excited. They're like, oh my God, this is what I'm living for. Yeah. And that's how they should feel. It's like your real is such an ex- extension of how you feel about yourself, I think, as an actor. And like you're getting to showcase your skill set in such a fun way that you've cultivated with us for yourself. And so I think that just like having fun in that process, especially because with your reel, it's like you are, you're literally just getting to do exactly whatever what you, you love. Want. Yeah. Yeah. And, and present yourself in the way that you feel your best with. You know? Absolutely. And you don't have to adhere to a ne- necessarily like a director's vision, even though that would be what you were doing when you get a job, obviously. But like you are creating the role that you want. Yeah. And you get to be in it and we're going to facilitate that and try to, you know, make you have the best experience you can emotionally and to make you look good. Fantastic. <laughs> I love this. Oh, you guys. Okay, cool. Um, if people want to check you guys out um, individually and or on the site, where do you want to send them to? For our reels, it's our website, which is redmousepictures.com. And if you go on the website... You'll see other work we've done, not just the reels, but there is a page for the reels. Um, and you can see some there, but if you click, there should be a link to the Vimeo at the at the footer of every page. So if you go on our Vimeo, you'll see more mm-hmm. about what we've done. And also there, if, if you go on our website under, I think it's under reel, there is a a video of Maddie and I, and there's other clients, past clients that talk about what is the experience of working with us as well as, you know, that's intercut with their footage as well. So if they want to kind of see a video with other clients talking, that's there as well. Yeah. And on our Vimeo too, if you wanted to see some of our narratives and other things, it's all there, um, with the reels. Yeah. And I guess for us personally, if you contact us through, um, there's a contact form on the website we both get we both get the email <laughs> all the emails so we know because we're in constant communication with each other about that so yeah so if you've got something you know whatever that you want to talk about us personally you can also contact us through there I would I would say my Instagram but I've been taking a break from Instagram so yeah. I'm oh, not so on there break. Good. Good yeah. For you. yeah oh I'm so much happier <laughs> <laughs> also a take home for the day guys yeah mm-hmm. awesome and, my Instagrams, I, it's... Maddie won't DM you back, so don't, don't DM her. I, I'm so bad at <laughs> to not give them your Instagram. No, though. that's... You guys, if you want to talk to them, talk to me at yes. the Valentine first. And there I'll we go. Out. Yeah. Just the website. Go Honestly, the, the website. email. Email is a great way, especially to get a hold of Maddie. Email is yes. a great way to get a hold of me, too. Like, I will respond <laughs> to your email. Unless you're crazy, 
Please She'll probably don't still be crazy. Respond. Okay. <laughs> you will. You totally will. Yeah, I'll respond. <laughs> I'll be like, wow, you seem insane. Let's put you in my movie. You seem weird. This is good. This is, you sound cool. Oh, ladies, thank you so much for this. Thanks, Sam. Um, guys, keep an ear and an eye out because we have lots more coming from these beautiful women shortly, and I'll have more information for you in just a bit. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Woo. I have to say, I think this goes along so well with the episode following from Chad earlier this week because he talks about how there's really just no excuse to not have a reel anymore. That also came up in last week's podcast episode. Um, You guys, do you have a reel? Are you super proud of it? If not, you got to email these ladies. I'm on it. I'm redoing some scenes with them coming up later this year. So get on it join me do your good work and if all else fails you should just get on and watch some of their work online because they are doing some cool stuff thank you guys so much for listening to this week's bonus episode get excited there's more to come from corinne and maddie and i will talk to you next week 